what's going on, everybody? What's going on? Welcome to another Lions Den with Seth. Hopefully, you had a great, great week and happy Father's Day to all of the fathers that are on, that have uh, been on, the baby fathers, the baby father fathers, and everybody that has contributed, and even the father figures out there. We salute you and congratulations for still being around. You understand what I'm saying? So welcome, welcome again to the Lions Den, y'all. This is going to be a great, 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 great show. If you haven't done so already, please make sure you hit the share button. It take only one second to let everybody know where you're at and who you're listening to and why. All right. And then make sure you subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, let's get it. if you're watching on Facebook, let's get it too. now. If you want your comments to be involved in the uh, uh, to show up, make sure you go to Facebook dot com forward slash stream yard. All right. Just so we can get y'all in there like swim. Wow. Yo, Big Nate. How you feeling, bro? I'm doing great, brother. Good to see you. Yeah. 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 What's going on, man? How was your father's day? It was great. So I actually hit the road coming back, but I got to enjoy a 30 year retirement back out in D.C. So and then I made it in time to spend time with the family. So it was good. How about yours? Man, it was slow motion, man. Slow motion. Uh, So I did that event on the 18th and then hit the road right after that same day to Oklahoma. You know what I mean? Uh, Celebrating that and doing some things out there, man. But other than that, it was just good, man. Being able to see my daughter and she was sick, too. It was crazy. But being a father is a thankless job. So I don't use utilize those days specifically just to do my job. But it was great. You know, I'm talking about great. But no, it was good to be there. Huh? That's my old stumping grounds, Oklahoma. I was born there, and that was my first duty assignment. So. Oh yeah, where at? Um, where Fort at? Seal. Fort Sill um, was where I was born, Lawton, Oklahoma, and then uh, did my time at Vance Air Force Base in Enid. Uh, okay. Nick- so nice, nice. Okay, that's what it is. Big Herm, the Sherm. What's going on, bro? What? <laughs> How you feeling? Doing too much. I'm all right, man. You know what I'm saying? Everything is everything's going smooth. How was your father's day? It was good. You know what I mean? My uh I just got to watch my wife sing in the choir. You know what I mean? She did an excellent job. You know what I mean? Good. With the choir this, this Sunday, they they had a uh, all women's, you know, special for the uh, for the men and the, you know, men and the Lord. Let's put that in there. Uh, and then I went to my my favorite restaurant, man. It used to be the restaurant I used to go after I passed my PT test. Oh, it, 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 your mama's restaurant? No, nah, we, well, well, my second favorite restaurant. There you go, man. Texas Roadhouse. Oh, I mean? okay, okay. And, okay. And man, get your thumb up, man. As many <laughs> rolls as I can get, you know what I mean. So yeah, you know what I mean. Got me some good gifts. You know, as Umar, Dr. Umar Johnson would say, gifts. Man, no problem. Nothing that fool's a good time though, man. I can't complain. That's dope, dope, dope. Big Larry, man. What's going on, partner? Hey, hey, what's up? What's happening, fellas? Man, it seems like it's been a couple weeks. It has, you know what I mean? We took that break. You know what I'm saying? How was your Father's Day though? Father's Day was good, man. That whole day was uh Will Spence uh wife put on a, a Father's Day bash at the park, man, and we had a good time at the park, and then we end up going back to the house and just playing some bones, man. I had to crush, crack a couple heads, you know what I'm saying? Put my spade game down. Nate, don't do that. Don't do that. Anyway, it was very victorious day for me. And we played cornhole and I won in that too. So, I mean, it was just a victory day for me. You know what I'm saying? It's a victory dang, day. Dang, dang, dang. Cornhole. <laughs> go, go ahead, Nate. 
All I gotta say is, can I redeem myself just not with Larry as my partner? That's all I. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my goodness, my goodness, yeah, yeah. We gonna get it in. What's going on, Foots? Hey, hopefully everybody had a good one. And, and yeah, man. Hey, look, as long as Herm isn't singing in the in the choir, it's a good day. So you can give him a mic. Just don't cut it on. Anyway, man. Look, you wanna uh, introduce our guest, bruh? Yeah, well, I mean, first I'm gonna give a shout out to Mary J. Blige because she taught me a word, hateration, and I'm gonna use that right now because no, it wasn't a word then, and it ain't a word now. (laughs) (laughs) Brothers is going right now to to your boy, but for this show, we we, you know I'm saying we just we just passed uh, Juneteenth, you know, which is a, a federal holiday that some people still don't know much about, and for some folks, it means a lot to them. You know what I'm saying? So we are, you know what I'm saying, very separated when it comes to this holiday. But, you know, our next guest has put on two uh, Juneteenth events for my beautiful city of Clarksville, Tennessee, and have knocked them out the park, you know, to, to, to raise awareness. Uh, and on top of that, she's put on a host of other events and also has been a campaign manager. Can we please welcome Miss Tiffany Perkins to the den? All right. All right. Uh-oh. Let's get her on there. Hey, hey, how you doing, ma'am? I'm great. How are y'all? Thank y'all so much for having me. No problem. Great, 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 great. So, wow, look, this, uh, so welcome to the den. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your, your why behind putting on these, this, uh, event in the city. Yeah, for sure. So I am Tiff Perkins. I'm a event planning specialist. I've been doing events since she's like 2012, 2013. Um, not born and raised in Clarksville, but I've been here for a very long time. Um, middle school, high school, came back um, a while after college. And events have always been something that I was into when I was in Knoxville. I helped and was part of starting there, Knoxville Fashion Week. And um, I don't know, it just kind of sparked a little fire in me. And then uh, my platform has always been about Black women, um, Black female creatives. I host a couple different conferences in Nashville. Uh, Black women creative spaces and some blogger and content things and um, have done stuff in Clarksville, but just not at this magnitude yet and was um, waiting to figure out what it was that I needed to do for this specific community as it's been growing and kind of changing and getting a little bit bigger and kind of trying to, you know, meet up with Nashville. So it's been pretty good. And Juneteenth kind of fell in our laps here. Um which just kind of led itself to being, okay, this is the big community thing that's for the people, but also um, very much for the community. Mm-hmm. Hey, Miss Tiff, thanks for joining the show. I, I want to kind of date it a little bit before Juneteenth, right? Before it became a federal holiday, I want to talk about what was your ambitions behind the whole Juneteenth celebration? And like prior to it becoming a federal holiday, were you still trying to organize and get something going in your local community? Or was it once once it became an official federal holiday now you kind of took off? It's like, hey, let's do something. Let's 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 make this a memorable event every year. Um, so for Juneteenth specifically, yes, it was after it became the federal holiday. So I started Black Clarksville prior to it, uh Juneteenth becoming a holiday, prior to there being those conversations here. And so I'd already been doing community work and doing different events, uh Brown Girls Brunching and um, different like teen sort of events. I brought some coders here to help some girls learn coding, build Instagram, build different kind of apps. So I've always been in this realm, but as far as Juneteenth specific, um, I 
honestly wasn't tracking and it wasn't something that was done here. Uh, August 8th is bigger in this area. So that's something that's been annual. Uh, we're talking about that a little bit backstage of the Kentucky area doing that. So people here picked up August 8th. So of course not wanting to bump heads with what they had going on. Um, and then when the Juneteenth conversations came up, things were changing here. That to me was just like light bulb. Let's go. That's the big thing for everybody. I know um, as a black woman, it's very easy for me to stay in the paradigm. I know, I know black women, I can do black women events um, from teen to grown up, but there has been a lot of people in the community that reach out to me for other things, or they say, oh, I wish we had this sort of thing for men, or I am not black, or I'm not a black woman. How can I help and contribute and be a part of these things? So it was always trying to find what that thing was. And so then when Juneteenth came about, it was just like, pop, there we go. It's block party where we do it in the heart of the city, which is very specific. It can't just be written off as some black people thing they do on whatever side of town. You have to walk through our event to get to the farmer's market. You have to walk through our event to get to restaurants and bars and shopping and all that stuff. And um, all of that is very intentional to one, have the community involved, but also to show the community um, we can celebrate and, and do all these things and be black AF in the center of the city. And that is okay. Black air force. Go ahead, big Nate. No, that leads to a segue, um, because you spoke earlier about, you know, um, diversity and inclusion. And my question for you, um, is Tiff is, um, what barriers or challenges do you face? with your current role and trying to connect, you know, with members outside the race to continue to um, <laughs> all, you know, your programs and, you know, get people to connect with, um, with different race or ethnicities, if that makes sense. Yeah. And surprisingly enough, and maybe not surprising, a lot of the barrier for me more times than not, unfortunately don't come from others. I mean, of course there are conversations online, different little things, um, the comments, you know what I mean? Are white people welcome or like whatever. But even dating back to my very first Black Women in Creative Spaces event, um, white people showed love, like for lack of a better way to say that, it was helping with sponsorship, helping with venues, making connections, that sort of thing. Um, what I've kind of found is a little bit more um, friction within the community and then what the community feels something should be. Um, I'm sure you guys know um, and have experienced, people have so much to say, so many opinions, so many, so much opposition, all this kind of stuff. But then when you call for the help, um, I mean, literally we had an open community forum. Anyone who wanted to voice any input about Juneteenth, please come, we'll be here for a couple hours. Um, we'd love to make this as community friendly, as you know, accessible to everyone as possible no one came. Mm -hmm. um, so there is this kind of thing of um, getting people to understand the why, getting people to understand um, why me, I guess. Also, I know there is like a little bit of feeling of um, paying your dues or whatever, for lack of a better word, and people who don't, because I'm not someone that's uh, me, 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 put my name on it, whatever, in the forefront. It doesn't seem to some people that I've been doing this as long as I have. Um, so it feels like there should be some other permissions that were asked first or um, including of people, but a lot of people don't 
really want to participate or don't want to put in the work. I mean, I will, I guess we'll talk about this a little bit later, but the amount of work that goes into this is insane. You know what I mean? Like we've been planning since last year, paperwork submitted last year and still plenty of things that we couldn't expect and, and kind of foresee. Um, and, it, and the obstacles honestly have been getting the community involved, getting black people to feel um, accepting of this and accepting of this with the other events that happen around town um, with everything that's going on in Nashville and Clarksville has this weird um, small mind, small town, big mind thing happening right now where people are not really loving the change um, and still trying to figure that thing mm -hmm. out. So that has been hard. Um, I, I, I don't, the diversity included part has not been. It, it's People have been very welcoming, very um, interested in, very supportive. Um, we got some pretty significant size sponsors this year, and a lot of them were um, non-Black businesses. Uh, Google, Oak Grove, Racing and Gaming, which comes from uh, Churchill Down, Kentucky Derby, and stuff like that. Um, and we're just like, yeah, sure, love it. We absolutely support it. We appreciate it. Let's go. Boy, boy. Them, them gatekeepers be something else, don't they? You know what I'm saying? They, they think that you, you got to... Sign a permission slip here. Get up out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That mess is crazy to me that people just can't work together. You know what I'm saying? Or just stay out of the way. And then what you talked about, what you talked about is uh, as far as when the time comes, people have a lot to say. That, man, that nothing gets on my nerves more than that. You know what I mean? Because here you know we planning this. But now here you come with all your two cents when we already in the works. But anyway, I just had to speak on yeah. that because you and then how are you how are you helping? Cool. I value no. your opinion. Thank you for your opinion. What's the action behind exactly. it? Yeah. And usually Man. it's like, oh no, 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 no. I don't want to do anything. I just want to tell you what I didn't like or what you could have done better. Um, mm -hmm. but I'm out. <laughs> but my question is this as far as the events go, right? For these these Juneteenth events. Do you feel like these events do a good job as far as now we know that a lot of it is bringing in commerce to, you know, what I'm saying black owned businesses, whatever, whatever business decides to uh, go out there and, and and open up a like a, a spot. Right. What do you call that? Vending. Yeah. Vending. There you go. Well, anyway, do you think they do a good job as far as letting people know what Juneteenth is really about? Are we there yet? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like a lot of folks, they hear Juneteenth, but don't know what it actually means, what it represents. That's solid. And and I that's one thing that my team and I talk about a lot. Um, we definitely don't want our event to just be um, vending and sales and that kind of thing. It definitely is about block party and having a community and having these different um, organizations and people and entertainment coming together. And that's also, which I know some people don't love, is why we don't um, exclude non-Black people from that. Um, we do get a lot of flack about white people being there, white people vending, white people participating, which I think is just, just weird. But to me, it is about community. Um, and then I think too, as a millennial, it's like this weird space of honoring what was, but being very tired of our story always having to be rooted in slavery and struggle and 
talking about the things that we've overcome. Like we are literally all black on a podcast on the internet right now because we want to and, and thriving and talking about something so beautiful. And I know so many black people doing amazing things and that I, I look up to and aspire to be and empowered by. I don't want to always when it's something for us to celebrate, it's like, oh, but we're celebrating this because white will keep us from doing X, Y, and Z or because we're excluded from this, that, and the third. And so that to me has been very intentional. When people come in, they're like, oh, we want to do this. Or are we talking about, you know, we've got struggle poems and this thing that we want to read. It's like, mm, can we tweak that though? Because a lot of what Juneteenth is about, and we do make sure that we have like an opening ceremony and we express that, but it is about the freedom in that and, and what came from that freedom of that. And we very much want to make sure that we're celebrating the freedom and showcasing what that freedom has afforded us. Um, and so a lot of that for us is very much um, spending a lot of time trying to curate this really great experience that's good for you all the way up. Um, and then also making sure it's an everybody thing. Um, everybody kind of has their local celebrities or their local people or people that you always see. Um, <laughs> but I feel like sometimes that becomes very exclusionary and, and we're very intentional of being like, thank you, but no, thank you. This isn't that. This is very much an event for the people and showcasing that it doesn't have to always be um, a somebody to make a wave and to be a part of something. And I, it takes a lot to really like put those vibes together. And so it's hard to say like, are we really telling people what Juneteenth means? Because a part of me doesn't feel like that's my job. You know what I mean? I'm not an educator. I'm not um, a historian. We know people who do that. And so we use the platform through Black Clarksville and just through the event to create those spaces. So um, at our event, no nonprofits, civic organizations, community groups were charged at all. All we asked was that you provide a um, family-friendly activity or something educational, whether it's on Black history, Juneteenth, something. There needs to be some substance with that. So why would I try to take up the space and read everyone a report that I Googled online when there are people literally here doing that and I can provide them a platform and that sort of thing. So we do try to make sure that we're communicating that, but also encouraging people to do the work. Google is free and Google is everywhere. Like you should come to this event and learn about these businesses, learn about these organizations and then say, ooh, I want to know why Juneteenth is so important to these people. I want to know why they took this time to close these street down to do all this kind of thing. And I think that's when it takes it past. I shopped with black people this weekend too. I actually care about what's going on. I'm educating myself mm. on these movements on making sure I'm informed so I can inform other people versus I came, I saw, I bought a shirt and now it's, June 25th, and I don't really care, you know? Got you. Okay. <clears throat> you know, so you said a lot, and I can, I can truly, truly identify and resonate with a lot of what you said, um, mainly because of the things that I've experienced putting, putting one on here in the city. Um, um, of Belleville. And one of the things that you said as far as the uh, reservations really came from individuals that looked like 
Okay. But in the beginning, like you stated, in the beginning, everybody was just gun ho. Yo, this is what we need. We need this. I'm like, yeah, I agree. But see, when it was time to do it, I'm looking around, you know, so you have the, your lanes, okay? You have your 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 talkers, okay? Then you have your walkers, you see, the ones that's walking around and, you know, kind of helping promote it. Then you have your doers. And the closer that we got to the event, those talkers was now whispering. You see what I'm saying? Or the direction was going a different way. So I'm going to get off of that soapbox because... No, but I think it's important for people to know that that's a real thing across yeah. the for any event. Yeah. yeah. And, and, but, but you, anything. It's not just a Clarksville thing. Oh, it's my God. A, yeah. And, and you know, the, the unfortunate part is, is that when you're doing things that's larger than yourself, it's hard to get that type of buy-in because individuals are in the back of their mind saying, well, why are you really doing this? What is he getting out of this? What is he? And it's like, yo, like, you don't understand. This is a need to connect the community. So this is the question for you, because right afterwards, I said to myself, either A, I can't do this anymore, not because I don't want to, just because of the 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 uh, the tension uh, from the individuals that say they wanted that. And I was eff effortlessly really to put it on as far as the intentions. You see what I'm saying? That was something in the core, but it seemed as though I had to pull individuals to help produce what they say they wanted, you see? So my question to you is, what was your motivation to continue after your first time? Mm. <laughs> hearing you put it like you know what i mean like your perspective on it i think sometimes people don't understand um events people are nuts like for real it, it really is a respectfully a thankless kind of job i mean people definitely show me love or whatever but it's like okay events over on to the next i'm not gonna lie to you almost after every event i quit I quit every year. I am done. But then I have to remove myself from that. You know what I mean? It's a lot of stuff that goes in, a lot of uh, backhanded conversations, a lot of things that are not supportive and and supportive to me mentally um, between stress and anxiety and all those kind of things. And then still feeling, I mean, you can have a perfect event and then you know how things were supposed to go. So you're already picking stuff apart. And then like you're saying, to have the people that you do this for pick it apart as well or like not have perspective or, or care to give perspective. It's really hard. Um, but at the end of the day, this is hard for me. It, it's not about any of that kind of stuff. I have a full-time job. I have benefits. I have all of the things. I could walk away and be totally fine. But this is the stuff that I keep a notepad by my bed for. You know what I mean? Like I think about this constantly and I see things I am very much not a person who just talks. I can only talk for so long. I can only complain for so long. Um, I am very much an action person and I do also realize as many people as there are who uh, may not appreciate, may not participate, may not feel as great, there's three times as many who are. You know what I mean? So at some point it has to not be about pleasing everybody if your real passion is doing the thing for the community 
it's doing a thing for the community. I, I love all the time. Um, Charlemagne the God says, um, what is it? Three people won't care. Three people won't like it. Three people will love it. Two people won't give a fuck. You know what I mean? So it, it at the end of the day, evens it all out. So then once you zero out the background noise, it's about me, what I can lay my head down with at night and what my true intentions are. My true intention is community and growth and connection and doing stuff for black people then it's it's go mode always you know what i mean regardless of who's gonna help who's gonna do whatever i mean we did um two blocks six hours two events back to back my team is literally me and four people and one of us got COVID. it was down to me and three and it and it was a no choice of do or don't i mean i my skin is back but i've been sunburned i have not gotten any sleep i have not but it's it's again like okay but you chose this this is what your your purpose is and i think when you're living in your purpose you just go you know what i mean and too many things with that worked itself out um i mean we had to close some major streets we had almost all of our second shift like set up volunteers canceled um so many things leading up to where we could have just been like you know what Sorry, guys. Yeah, here's all your money back. Like, we're done. Why would we put ourselves through this? Mm. And it was never that. And and what was so beautiful for me this year was that my team never faltered, never buckled, never anything. These are three people who are not even in the event space at all. I'm talking about fitness trainers, travel nurses, like whatever, that also just have the same heart for this. So I think when it really is above you and it's not about ego or about your name or whatever, you just do it. And it it is a beautiful event. It's a beautiful celebration. It's a beautiful time for the community to come together. Um, we are able to see people of different races, different colors, um, different ages come out and hang out and do different stuff. Businesses make money, uh, organizations get their name out. So to me, all that trumps the stress and the, the tiredness. So um, we're about what a week out. So I'm still, quitting as of right now but next week i'll be i'll be back appreciate that appreciate that all right hey and not to keep (laughs) poking the bear on this conversation but you said a lot in your last um discussion about putting on the event and all the support you originally got and then when it came down to getting going it kind of wavered off into just really basically the folks that look like you so, so my question to you, well, not my question. I'm going to set it up first, and then I'll give you the question. It's when I think about, you know, St. Patrick's Day, Cinco de Mayo, uh, the Pride Month week or whatever it's called. I'm not trying to solve it. I just don't know what it's called. But when I think about all the other holidays that pretty much is celebrated by a very diverse group of folks, it seemed like to me, and at least this year when I was doing the event with Seth and I was representing my entity, it's almost like, when I sent out the request of the all call to, hey, let's all do this. It's not just my particular club that I represent, but the whole thing in the area, crickets. And I'm wondering, is it because Juneteenth is just too black? Is it is it not seen like all the other holidays? Or maybe is it because it's just so new? You know, I'm, I'm kind of torn between the two. So uh, my question to you is, is when you were putting on this event to you, the Saps of the Worlds, the Tiffany's of the Worlds, kudos to all of you guys for putting on these events and making it a success across the, the globe, pretty much. Um, do you feel like, do you feel, or do you understand what I'm asking you? Is like, 
most people look at Juneteenth as like, mm, yeah, I'm, I'm cool until it's time to execute. And it's like, nah, why does everybody in here look like me? Like, go ahead. So, so that's kind of my question to you. Hold hold on, but I mean, we got we we got the ice cream for a second, and people started tripping, man. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> On my way to Walmart, then y'all started tripping. I couldn't know we wasn't. You wasn't. You're not gonna do it, bro. All right. Listen, look, it's just the the best part of you right now knew not to get that. Man, I was about to get the ice cream, dog. You know what I mean? Go ahead, Tiffany. As if you got that ice cream. Slap him. He didn't get it. Lock my office door. Yeah. Come on, Till. That was. You know that was out of line, but go ahead, Tiffany, because I kind of felt the same way based off of what what Larry was saying. And please, I really want you to touch on that. I, I, yeah, what what's your thoughts? I, it's hard, and I I will say Clarksville is a unique place because we are a military city, um, and and there's a lot of different people here. So I think we culturally are a lot cooler than people kind of observe um, and and think about, you know what I mean? So we have a lot of stuff going on. People are interested in a lot of things, but I do think it's a little bit of both. I think it is very new. People don't really understand. And then the narrative is just the celebration of not being slaves anymore. And that I think is like a weird thing. And then I think for non-Black people, it's like, we Do that. I say congratulations? Am I? Ah. You know, but like in the nicest way, though, it's like, how how do I support? How am I? This is very much not my thing where with like pride or um, St. Patrick's Day, it's like, cool, let's get together and drink. This is how we celebrate this. You do the pride parade. You come out, you wear your rainbow, you support and and that's kind of what you show. So like, what does that mean in translation for Juneteenth? Do I, as a white person or non-black person, wear a black shirt and come out and just say, "I'm here. It's great. Congratulations, you guys." Woo woo woo. End of slavery. I, I I very much can remove myself from being in it and being black and what it means to us and kind of see. I understand why it's a little bit harder to celebrate and, and to support and to be a part of it. And we get a lot of vendors who ask like, hey, I don't want to be taking a spot from a black owned business. I don't want it to seem like I'm just trying to come and make money off of this type of event. Like I would feel shitty if I was doing that. And it's like, oh, that never crossed my mind. I never would would have even canceled. You know what I mean? Like I, I never would have thought to say black only because that's not what it's about. Huh? But they have to think that, you know what I mean? They, right. they have to. Right. So, but I think respectfully, so then we have to dial ourselves back and think like, okay, that is a weird position though. This is very much a celebration of not being owned. How do white people fit in that or non-white people? And it's like, what, how do I show my support? And I know a lot of Southern people do, they feel might be showing their support or whatever has been. Um, received negatively or they end up, you know, in this world of caring and all that kind of stuff. I do think it is a tricky situation. Um, I've been blessed to have support from different organizations and different types of people. Um, is our population that actually comes out to the event mostly Black? For sure. Like, no, I'm not even going to act like that's not a thing, but plenty of white people, plenty of Asian people, plenty of um, whatnot. And that's also why we host ours in the middle of the city because it's, you have to engage. 
you have to see is it's also welcoming you in to come and experience and to do your thing. I think we do have to be a little bit patient and a little bit more forthcoming and welcoming um, of things that, of people. I mean, even us, so we had um, a local brewing company here that came, they wanted to support, they do a lot of stuff that's um, community-wise, they support all of the other people and stuff like that, like amazing. They came and set up, they sold beer. We had them on our website there were people like pastors of a church in my Facebook DMs, like what basically why do you have these white people on a page about Juneteenth? And I'm so, like, well, they wouldn't have come or they would have, you know, thought the event was trash and didn't want to support it. Then that's the conversation. So it's like a little bit damned if they do damned if they don't. So I do think some of it's on us to create the space and keep on inviting and keep encouraging um, especially for the ones who want to and are asking. So here, let me let me give you this. And shout out to uh, Satchel. He says, I truly appreciate the effort. Sounds like you were able to educate the community. I still have reservations. I fear, I fear that commercializing events water down this very significant historical, uh, historical event. I don't want a random person to wish me, quote unquote, happy Juneteenth. I feel some type of way about that. Shout out to you, brother. And I do understand. So yeah. to, your, to your point, I do believe, and I had to experience this, right? We have to be able to do two things at the same time. A, practice grace, okay? That not everybody that look like you think like you, right? And then the other part of it is educate and know that we all have to coexist and not everybody is on the same page as you right now. Everybody work, wake up to a different alarm clock. Right. But what you're not going to do is taint the intent of the event. If it's community, I'd be damned that you tell me, well, why is this person blah, blah, blah. And you know what? The funny part is. That would be the individual that don't come anyway, that don't support it anyway. So why are you talking? You see what I'm saying? Oh, I had a couple Sunday of those. You say that again. I said, come on with this Sunday sermon. Right. But but see, that's the thing. But and here's the issue. It'd be those individuals that wasn't a part of the sweat equity of the whole event want to tell you how to do it, but still don't come out to even support it. Now, don't get me wrong. This is where the grace come in. There's multiple events going on at the same time. I get that. But you took it upon yourself to let me know in secret how you feel just so hurt that this person that is non-black, how they are going to be a part of an event that you know for damn sure you didn't even want to come to. Why? Because you are afraid of the optics. Mm -hmm. That's the, hold on, let me go and get my damn. So <laughs> I didn't want to get into it, but you have individuals that, you know, they, they, they want to throw stones, hide their hands type of joint. This is what we need. But as soon as it's time for them to show up and show out. Yeah. Dick. But anyway, I get off of that real smooth. Um, but man, to, to address the commercialization, I think I don't think that's I don't think that we are even in any positions to commercialize. So I a thousand percent agree. I do think some random person comes to you and saying happy Juneteenth is absolutely weird. I I really think people have to recognize at least at this scale. I don't know what other Juneteenth events look like or whatever, but it, what I'm doing, what you seem to be doing, um, what's kind of locally, 
I can't commercialize nothing. I don't have a, a contact with Walmart. We're not pushing any product like that. Literally doing these local celebrations. So I do think that, I, I don't know if it's mindset shift or like where you're pointing the finger. It's just kind of like, make sure you're not confusing the two because we're celebrating and we're bringing these community things and it's important to us. And there are these social movements behind it. It's not us saying, hey, big corporations, hop on this. You know what I mean? Like everything is ghetto till it's fashion. Everything is, um, you know, like, like everything like it. <laughs> but for real, like we really are the vibe. We definitely do create the culture in a lot of aspects. But please don't confuse what local people are trying to do, what people are trying to trailblaze and pioneer with Walmart coming out with you. Because it's, or, it's, it's really or, or, or the damn watermelon. Salad, watermelon salad, a June team salad, watermelon salad, y'all. Yeah, and and I and and the same energy you would give me in my DMs or like anonymously on whatever. Please be calling Walmart. Right. Please be calling. Please. Where you at? That thing, because those are the people who are really in these positions that can actually you do something and that are commercializing and profiting off of like whatever. Like I. Herman tell you, I was at work on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I didn't make some crazy amount of money to quit my job and like whatever. None of it is for that. What we get in, we put right back in. We have to pay for facilities, closure, decorations, all of those. Security, of yeah. Like, so, yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I, like people don't even know like the price of some of that stuff, which like whatever, as long as it gets covered, I don't really care. Um, but me and Walmart are not the same. You know yeah. what I mean? So so though I'm inviting the community out, though we make a big deal about it, it's posted everywhere, flyers, all this kind of thing in this big celebration. It is more about the community. And then this pushes us into the next thing. So I don't just stop at Juneteenth. We do Black Clarksville Week. Um, we go to local businesses and have Black-owned businesses, have monthly meetups, all that kind of stuff. But we do deserve these points in time where we just get to celebrate. It doesn't always have to be slavery, negativity, absolute perfection. And we've been in so many spaces that we're not allowed to just be us. And it's a cold switch. It's a, oh, well, it has to be this crazy expectation because it's Black. And it's like, no. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not for pushing any of those narratives or, or any of that kind of, I, I don't even know what you call it. I just feel like a lot of times we put all these pressures on ourselves. And we mm -hmm. hold ourselves to a higher standard into some crazy like mm -hmm. top level that we not helping to sustain, but then sustaining it for what? Mm -hmm. And we us like yes. Mm -hmm. Big Nate. No, I mean y'all going in. I it's one of those <laughs> I agree. I agree one hundred percent, right? protecting your energy and understanding why you're there, right? Secondly is, is that, you know, you can only control so much. Like, so from my lens or whatever, you take a look across, and this is 100% um, just being straightforward. When we talk about uh, impoverished communities, you know, um, we talk about, you know, little um, wrecks, wrecks and parks and things like that, who are typically the individuals that are behind, you know, funding these events and making sure that we're good to go. It's not us, majority of the time. And what I would do is that I would sit up there and I would challenge individuals that when you do see someone that's outside of your race, you know, that are attending these events, ask their why. Why are you here? 
you know, and there's nothing wrong with asking a why. Like, no, no kidding. Like, I see that you're here. Thank you for your support. What are you getting from this and how you're going to move this um, wave moving forward? You know, that's what that's what we need to do. And and and, and truth be told, I, I, I applaud, you know, Seth, I applaud, you know, Miss Till for, you know, all of your efforts and. And, you know, um, those members that play a significant role because it is tough. We're not going to reach everyone, you know. And, and the thing is, is that as you continue this trend, as we continue this trend moving forward to make sure that the main thing is that we continue to educate because the education piece is lost, right? And so that's what we need to, you know, um, we need to establish that foundation as needed because, you know, half the time people don't even show up because, one, they don't know. Two, you know, oh, this is just for show. So how do we, you know, um, how do we attack their mindset and letting them know that, hey, this is, and we're still fighting it to this day, right? You know, it's, it's not over. We're still fighting it to this day. So that's that's just my mindset. Whew, Herm, go ahead, bro. Yo, you know, one thing, one thing, somebody told me about Juneteenth, man, since I'm, I'm, I'm half, I only celebrate half the day, man. Is that true? You know what I'm saying? Somebody, you know what? I was about to give you the mic. I thought you was about to say something. Oh, 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 but I do, I do have a question. Oh, no, hell no. Oh, seriously, seriously. If no. a chief, chief statue and, and tip and yourself, honestly, when they talk about you know commercializing Juneteenth, you know what I'm saying, and feeling a certain way, I get that. But here's what I want to know: Are we are we trying to look at Juneteenth as a day of remembrance or as a celebration? You know what I'm saying? And if it's a celebration. Shouldn't everybody be included? Even if it's a remembrance, a time for remembrance, shouldn't everybody be included? You know what I mean? Like, we we made it a fe- it's a federal holiday now, right? So we put it on everybody's calendar, everybody observe, right? But then it's like, okay, it's a federal holiday, but I don't really want you to celebrate it. You know, I'm going to just keep it to, to myself. You know what I'm saying? I don't really want to open it up to everybody. It's like so many rules and guidelines for this one because I understand it's new, but it feels like it's so many rules and guidelines and red tape for folks. Man, and and here, Tiff, if you don't mind, I just want to touch this real quick, man. Uh, I believe high-level events like this require high-level thinking. You get what I'm saying? You cannot waste the time dealing with individuals on the lower level of the spectrum of intelligence. You get what I mean? So if I have to spend time to explain to you the benefits of the whole community coming out and enjoying themselves as far as what Juneteenth is, then that means I'm taking time away from someone that can be a part of the of the overall event that really want to be. Because the thing is, I'm taking into Tiffany's point, I'm taking the uh, I'm taking the information or your opportunity away for you to understand it for yourself. You see what I'm saying? So I am not going to waste my time trying to to convince you get what I'm saying? Somebody will try to show them. So it's more than just an event. It's more than a celebration. And it's more about it's more than uh, just information. It's about how do you utilize, understand the past. okay? to take that information and you and connect the dots to make a better future. And if you can't understand that within 30 seconds, then I ain't got time for it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm feel, I'm feel I'm gonna feel crazy too if somebody wish me a happy Juneteenth. That that does sound weird. I ain't gonna lie to you. You know, black, what I'm saying? Pink, purple, whatever. It's kind of weak. Yeah, it's just, but you it's know, like it's, like how do we navigate it then? You know what I mean? Like, what do you do? What do you say to each other? You know what I'm saying? Because it's a holiday, and to me, it doesn't like a day of celebration. 
It is, but 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 think think about the Native Americans. You don't go to them and say Happy Thanksgiving. You get what I'm saying? You're an idiot. Go ahead, Tiff. Well, uh, to your question though, who is putting the red tape and the rules and the regulations on the events? I tell you who. You know, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? But but it's like, how's like it? Idiot? Why is it happening? Like, all right, Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas, right? Mm-hmm. It was a bad. It was a bad look. I ain't gonna lie. It, it looked crazy. You know what I'm saying? They put on a Juneteenth event, these folks, and it was nothing but white people that was putting it on, right? Oh yeah. And but they was benefiting. They was doing it to benefit these black businesses. They showed where the money was supposed to go. But since those pictures was on there, that event got canceled. You know what I'm saying? Soon as soon as social media got got a hold of it. So you know, was it not their place to put on the event? Was it not their place to to celebrate um, this? Federal, now federal holiday. Listen, bro, you know yeah. damn well the optics was out of line for that. You the know, op- but when when, when we gonna get to the point where the optics optics aren't out of line? All right, I'm gonna t- you no, know, I ain't gonna go there. I ain't gonna go there because we in this month. I'm gonna chill. But you know when, you know how, you know how. So no one has to force feed it down. You know what? Go ahead, Tiffany. This, this you. Let, let's uh, go no, ahead. I was listening. I don't have an answer for that. I think it's, it's, uh, listen, at the end of every single one of my days, I have to revisit who I was, hold myself accountable for my conversations, for my um, actions, and also remember that responding to some of this stuff or thinking that some of the things should went the way that I thought they should is ego. You know what I mean? I, I I cannot live in those places. Um, I don't want to dismiss anyone from wanting to celebrate, from want to wanting to be a part or whatever, but I do think um, at the very, very end of the day, we are all adults. Um, we all do have some sort of um, compass of wrong or right, or um, what intentions are, and and you know, the road to hell is paved in good intentions. You know what I mean? So it is, I think on any part when you're doing something that's supposed to be community for the community for more people that are not including people who do not look like you and are not intentional about that um and a lot of people fall short on that and so whether it is white people doing an event for the intention of supporting black owned businesses where were the conversations being had before all this stuff went out um to make sure you guys understand perspective and and understand really what's happening I applaud you. Thank you. It takes a lot of work and a lot of guts to be able to want to do these things. But if it's truly not about you and about the community, you need to have the community. And I think that is is that changes some of the narrative. That makes it a little bit different. That makes it where you're not having these crazy optic situations that are like, but are y'all really supporting or are y'all just being like whatever? People have to start stop taking diversity and inclusion as these like buzzwords and really understand it makes organizations, events, companies, communities better. Right. You know? And, and to add on to that, um, and to add on to that, sometimes it takes individuals outside our very own race to get others to believe in the mood, but it has see it has to be authentic. It has to be genuine, right? And you have to be able to, we have to be able to pull back our own lenses right and see things from a different perspective are they being true are they promoting the true essence of what juneteenth is about and that they're doing that because sometimes we could be a rep- 
representative of our own brand, but we're still missing a mark moving forward to uh, uh, underline its true, you know, uh, intentions. So uh, we need to continue to have that. And to go back to her point, when we talk about, you know, all these companies that are coming in like Walmart, you know, I, I, I want to talk about that real quick. You know, everything is a business, right? You know, is Walmart doing it, you know, to... Oh man, you know, we got this Juneteenth event that's going on right now. We got to make sure we put something out there or whatever so we can continue to attract our number one uh, soul uh, providers. And that's the black community. So are they doing it just as a checkbox or are they doing it because they really want to do So it's like that 50 50, right? Sometimes we may know, sometimes we may not, you know, mm -hmm. but it goes back to what we stated earlier where, uh, you know, um, just staying, you know, from a community aspect, you know, this is what we need to do and how we need to do it, uh, if that makes sense. No, it does. Here, check it out. Here's another one from Big Satch. Juneteenth is two-part. It's a celebration and a remembrance. We definitely need what you have brought to our communities, but we also need our communities, states, and national leaders to amplify its meaning. Right. And, meaning. and so here, I'll take it a step further and let's switch the gears. Y'all ready? Yeah, bro. Check this out. Ain't y'all tired of damn partying? So what I'm saying is, it's one thing to have a celebration. It's another thing to talk about, you know, where we came from and everything. But how is us having these events moving the needle forward? Okay? I hate to be the one to say that, but I ain't scared to say it. So... It's not about just putting on these events. What are we collectively doing? And then it goes back to this. Not everybody is willing to put in that sweat equity to make sure that it gets done. But that's when you have those individuals that shy away from the work. Tip. They shy away from really getting their hands dirty because they know it's a possibility that it can gain momentum that starts from the streets, just like anything starts from the street and make it up to legislation. But what is the, you know, what, what's the phases, right? So is it, and then going back to you, Big Nate, this year it was Walmart. I guarantee you, you're going to see next year, right? It's going to be like how, how everybody celebrate, you know, uh, let's say the 4th of July. I'm hearing fireworks already. So you know it's a business. We're in a capitalist uh, society. So people are going to make some bread. That's not a problem. But we have to be able to collectively say, hey, okay, we got that. Cool. Low-hanging fruit. Juneteenth. Celebrate. Cool. Now what else are we going to do? You see what I'm saying? When do we put our teeth behind just partying? And how about we party for a purpose? Tiff, what do you think about that? So I... I hear you. I get it. But I think it's also, um, what is the next move, though? Do you know what I mean? Like, there are different organizations who that is very much um, their lane, what they do, whatever. I think it's a little ambitious to put that on Juneteenth. And I think that's a little bit of us, like how we're talking before about, like, is it because it's new? Is it because it's popular? How did that become the responsibility of this one thing. I think we as a as black people as a community need to do, do a little bit better about informing ourselves about local elections, about policy, um getting connected with things like NAACP, learning what's going on, um 
housing discrepancies. There are so many other conversations that need and should be had and are way more important than Juneteenth and how Juneteenth pushes that narrative. You know what I mean? Not to discredit your question, but I'm just saying that's a lot of big energy to put on one day, one specific time and a small group of people when a lot of these issues been happening. Do you know what I mean? Like we, so, yeah. we can't get together to build up local officials, national officials, state representatives and different things like that. Um, even, you know what I mean? I did campaign managing for a while and I thought I was fairly educated in um, the basics of politics. I am not. And, and a lot of people, even when I was in that process, didn't know what certain positions did, didn't know um, the difference in voting in primary and standard, um, knowing what questions to ask people. I, I just feel like that's a a lot to put on Juneteenth, um, which I know that's just, just happens to be what we're talking about today, but um, Black History Month. Martin Luther King Day. What are what are all of these other little small things that and, and not small in like um, what they meet in history, but there's all these spaces throughout the year to do stuff. I do feel like we have a bad habit. I think sometimes even as Americans, just kind of like you know, on Christmas we're thankful and jolly and giving and whatever, but then in another month we're ready to fight everybody or we're you know can't past ourselves to be as kind as we would be the week before and the week after Christmas. I think we have to figure out collectively what some of the issues are and what some of the things that we want to move forward and not necessarily put them on these big things. I think if people were doing the work consistently, Juneteenth would just be a blip. It would just be a time for us to celebrate X, Y, and Z because we've already taken the time to really kind of figure out some of the issues um, things we need as far as a whole as a community, um, educating ourselves on the things that are keeping us behind, changing mentality, doing the personal work to move forward. And just to me, doesn't specifically feel like that is Juneteenth's job. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's like okay, cool. What comes after Juneteenth? I don't know because what came before Juneteenth, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, we, we pipe up for black history month and we're doing all this stuff in February, but then it's March, April, May, June comes it's Juneteenth. Everybody's back fired up back in this like different space. Mm. I can guarantee you August, September, it's, it's not going to be the same energy. So I think for me, there needs to be some emphasis year round on being better what do you say? Like being being more invested in the community all the time versus just at these high points. It's not my wrongdoing as an event planner that I only host events at these times. That's my job. You know what I mean? But as a black person, yes, I am invested. I am participating in these groups. I am doing different community things. I am doing um, what I feel I should be, but is everyone else? Is everyone else invested? when it's not Juneteenth, when it's not Black History Month, when it's not Martin Luther King Day, when Black men are being shot in the streets, when, you know what I mean? It has to be a little bit more um, continuous. Good point. Good point. So, hey, Big Larry, when it gets you, man, what's your word, brother? Yeah, final word, man, is I'm going to drop a nugget and then I'm going to drop a challenge to everybody, right? So in having this the last few 
converse, uh, conversation you guys are talking about is what is Juneteenth, what does it mean? I would say if you're waiting until the week of Juneteenth to find out the meaning and what it means and have some big old major expo to explain to you it, you're already wrong because you have these many computers in your hands that we call smartphones to do your own research. You don't need to wait until the month of Juneteenth to actually understand what it's about. And that's anybody. I don't care what race you are. Do your research. So that, that's my little nugget. Like, don't don't wait until the week of Juneteenth, even though it, it falls, it looks like it's now going to fall into to Father's Day and you're going to have all those folks arguing about celebrating Father's Day over Juneteenth, which I witnessed this week. But anyway, what what the main point is do your own research and make it your own within your home first of how you want it to look and how you want to celebrate it before you push it out to the masses uh, on, a, on a global scheme. And then, and the, then the challenge piece I have for everyone is to what does Juneteenth look like to you going forward based off the last year or two, it's been a federal holiday. How do you, how do you see it? And how do you envision it growing as we continue to make it an annual event? Yo, that's it. Big Nate. I'll be real quick. Take everything that Larry just stated and bring a friend. Bring a friend. See. Bring a friend. Bring a friend outside. Outside of our race. Bring a friend. Love it. Love it. Go big Herm. Let's see. I'm accept Larry's challenge. I, I told people publicly, you know what I'm saying? Don't accept don't challenge me to nothing but a chicken wing eating contest. But I'm gonna go ahead and accept that challenge. Man. I hate you. I really do. Hold I on. Really do hate you. I, I mean, you know, they got push up challenge, dump water on your head challenge. You just think it's a problem to have a chicken wing. Chicken wing. Something I enjoy doing, man. Don't challenge me nothing. <laughs> anyway, Tiffany, I want to thank you for coming on to the show. You know what I'm saying? Very, very enlightening. And I love your perspective and what you what you brought. And thank you, you know, me personally, being here in Clarksville, Tennessee. I want to thank you for all the events you've been putting on. You know, I, I noticed Black Clarksville, and I, I was I was shocked to know that you was you, like you said you behind the scenes. I was shocked to know that you even ran that. You know what I mean? And you was right upstairs. So thank you for everything that you do for the city. You know what I'm saying? I know it's not just Juneteenth. You you're a constant. You know what I'm saying? You're constantly out there trying to push the needle forward. So thank you for what you do. Right um, I got. Right on. Okay, Miss Tiffany, this is your opportunity to talk to the people. I want to give you a minute to let them know your final word and also how they can be a part of your efforts down there in Clarksville. For sure. I, I think you guys beautifully summed it up. I I think that is fantastic. Um, think about what the goal is. Add, bring a friend. Bring two friends. Let your friends know about it. I think that's awesome. I thank you guys so much for the conversation. Um, I love being able to get a different perspective about things. I know I only know what I know and what I've experienced. So um, even just hearing how you all's event went and just um, the outside perspective has been good for me as well. I hope it's been good for your viewers. Um, I have a website, tiffperkins.com. You can follow me. I do um, content and events and different stuff like that outside of what I do under the Black Clarksville platform. I'm also on um, all the socials at Tiff says go. And then with Black Clarksville, we are on um, Instagram, Facebook at Black Clarksville. And then we also have a website, blkclarksville.com. You can sign up for our newsletter, um, learn about local events. We have a free 
online business director we directory we do also offer some paid marketing um, services we have a free event calendar if you're hosting events in the clarksville surrounding areas you can post it there for free um and then we do our best we're not a promotion platform that's not what we do but we do our best to make sure that we are um sharing uplifting empowering businesses that are opening um coming around trying to come to the grand openings and share those things with everybody it really is about community um and, and really just trying to create the central location for black things that are happening here in clarksville so again blkclarksville.com at black clarksville and then for me personally it's tiffperkins.com at tiff says go all right Dope, dope, dope. All right. Well, cool. Well, listen, y'all. Uh, my last point is that um, I do. First of all, thank you to, for coming on. We do appreciate it and, and do appreciate your perspective and, and everything. And also, Larry, I appreciate that challenge. Yours too, Nathan, as far as bringing one. And um, I will add to what it did for me. Okay. What it did for me being uh, this being the first one is how do we connect and continue to keep going how do we connect and can continue to keep going so my challenge for myself is to utilize juneteenth as a catalyst for other things throughout the year instead of just waiting and marinating and waiting for somebody else to do something yeah. right i've always been that type of person so i just got a little bit more of my zeal back to continue with that fire you see what I'm saying? What else needs to be done? And then instead of talking about it, we can be about it. Ladies and gentlemen, I advise that y'all all do the same. And with that being said, this has been the Lions Den. This is what we do. We will see y'all next week. Right on. Right on. Later. <laughs>